Hi, Merch Money. We are live again. <laughs> so some of you may have uh, just seen us on Clubhouse. We went live on Clubhouse. So thank you, Travis, for doing that. Somehow yeah. this, uh, he agreed to do an, an hour for YouTube, but somehow we uh, convinced him to do an hour beforehand on Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe we won't keep you the whole hour this time. But. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, if you guys did not see the clubhouse, um, feel free to type any of your questions into either YouTube or Facebook, wherever you're watching. It should be live uh, in both places. So today we are going to be talking about selling print on demand on Walmart. It's a platform that not a lot of people, I mean, I'm sure there's quite a few people selling on there, but not a lot in our little community. Um, most most of us are selling on Merch by Amazon or on um, Seller Central or Etsy. Uh, mm -hmm. So this is new for a lot of us to be selling on Walmart. So welcome, and and uh, you want to introduce yourself real quick? Sure. Um, my name's Travis Ross, and um, myself and uh, my podcast podcast co-host Josiah came on um, Merch Money, I don't know, back in September, October, sometime last year, just to kind of talk about the podcast. But um, this clubhouse thing that has kind of come out recently has been really kind of fun and um, kind of, and I've also, I'm not in Q4 anymore. <laughs> And uh, yeah. my family doesn't have COVID anymore, so I have a little more time. And and so now we're kind of jumping into, um, you know, looking at, you know, getting getting to be on Clubhouse and kind of rekindling some old relationships and and meeting new people and talking print on demand because uh, I love I love print on demand and uh, it's yeah. what I do. So uh, so here we are. Well, we're, welcome uh, back, round yeah, number thanks. two. And hopefully, Thanks. I was going to say the sound and the video is better, but now somebody's commenting that they can't hear anything. Oh, no. And they're saying the connection is totally blurry. Oh, no. I wonder if that's on my end or yeah, can I you mean, see you, me okay? Yeah, I can see you just fine. So hmm. weird. Because somebody commented that on the last video from last week, and I looked at it, and it seemed fine. So I don't hmm. know. I apologize, guys, if it's somehow... Oh, oh, Mike is saying he can hear and the video is good. Okay. Oh, good, 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 so good. So strange. I'm looking. Okay. So the people that said that were both on YouTube, but then Mike is on YouTube also. Donna's on Facebook and said she's not hearing anything. So uh, Donna, so make strange. sure. I mean, I uh, don't mean to. And June um, and Joanne both say it's fine too. So Okay. Have, well, maybe have, it's good now. And AT saying it's fine. Okay. Well, we're just going to continue. I apologize for anyone where you're not seeing it as well. Um, but we will also download the audio and upload it to the podcast. So if you can't get it to work, um, you know, tomorrow it'll be on the podcast. So anyway, um, yes. So clubhouse has been amazing. I just can't mm -hmm. believe how many people I've reconnected with or just gotten to know better. Cause on Facebook, it's just like little comments here and there. And then clubhouse, you're having a full on conversation. So yeah. really nice. Um, so anyway, um, 
So where to begin? All right. So first of all, <laughs> I think a little more background on Travis. Um, sure. I had known Travis from FBA days. So I used to sell on Seller Central and um, did FBA, and uh, which is fulfillment by Amazon. I would do retail arbitrage, go to stores, scan items, ship them to Amazon. Travis was in some of the same Facebook groups that I was in. And he did a uh, conference called the Rocky Mountain Reseller Conference, right? Right. Nice. Good job. Got it all. <laughs> um, yeah. So I knew him from that. And then at some point he posted in one of the groups, something about print on demand. And I was like, wait, what? I thought you only did FBA. So then I found out that he was starting the podcast and that he's been doing print on demand. So then we kind of, um, I would say reconnected, but we hadn't really connected before no, that. I hadn't. knew who he was, but he didn't probably know who I was because I was so quiet in the um, FBA groups. But came yeah, into my so, own in the print on demand group. Yeah. So my, my story is very similar. I started with, um, Amazon FBA and, you know, I was in, uh, I was in ministry before, uh, I got into Amazon and on my way home from, you know, work or the church, you know, I would, I would stop at the Walgreens and scan the, the whole clearance section and, you know, and, um, you know, just trying to find products to sell. And, um, when they actually let me go, I felt like I had enough products to, to kind of give it a go. And so we, we jumped into Amazon FBA, uh, primarily retail arbitrage, online arbitrage. We did try some wholesale and had limited success. We didn't really stay with, stay the course that long. Um, I, I did do a lot of private label. I still have, I think, um, seven or eight, uh, SKUs that I still stock. Um, but that's down from like 30 or so that, you know, kind of, we don't carry anymore. They just kind of went through their life cycle. Um, but, uh, at one of the Rocky mountain resellers, well, so I started merch, um, merch by Amazon and, you know, started using F, uh, VAs to create designs for me. And, and I was just uploading and uploading and uploading. And I realized, you know, I've got all these designs and I don't have anything, you know, other than t-shirts to put them on. It'd be really cool to be able to spread, spread these designs to other products. And, and I heard at a Rocky mountain reseller conference, somebody talking about sublimating coffee mugs uh, with a press. And so I purchased a printer. I purchased a, um, you know, a cheap printer that I converted into using the sublimation dyes that you need to, to, to sublimate a coffee mug. Um, and I purchased a, uh, a press, you know, it was a cheap one on eBay for like 125 bucks or something. And, uh, and I started doing it learning the hard way, uh, burning a lot of coffee mugs. Cause you know, if you leave them in too long, they'll burn. If you, you know, if you don't leave them in long enough, they won't sublimate fully and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, a lot of testing. Um, but I already knew how to create listings because of my private label stuff. So all I had to do was create the listing for these new designs. And, and I had a new product on Amazon. It was kind of, I called it the poor man's private label. Um, and so I, I really switched from merch by Amazon into print on demand. And now we've, you know, fast forward three, three and a half, four years. And I'm sitting in my, I'm sitting in my office at my, uh, warehouse where we have six different printing methods. We do sublimation, we do embroidery, we do UV, we do laser, we do uh, DTG, which is direct to garment printing, uh, just like merch by Amazon, that's what they use, uh, and vinyl. So now we fulfill our own products um, on Amazon, Etsy, Walmart, uh, Shopify, Bonanza, Wish, um, and wherever else I can 
find a place to put my products. Uh, and then we fulfill other people's products who also sell on those channels. And then occasionally we have, you know, a local, um, uh, you know, person that wants, you know, I just literally had a call from somebody who wanted a hundred coffee mugs today. And so they put that order in and we'll fulfill that and send them the coffee mugs or have them pick up. So that's kind of the, uh, the story in a nutshell. Amazing. And so here we are. <laughs> Amazing. Well, so much to unpack there. For one thing, uh, when you said it's the poor man's private label. So when I was doing retail arbitrage, I did that for, I don't know, three, four years, something like that. And I was like, I cannot keep scanning and shipping products. I'm like, I, right. this, has to change. I got to either hire people to do this. I have to do something different. So I was very seriously considering doing private label, but then there was print on demand and I'm like, it's kind of the same thing. You're going to own your own product, but mm -hmm. it's so much cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to get stuck with products. Like, it, you know, I was nervous right. you know, my first one, I didn't know if it would sell or not sell. And yeah, you know, I didn't want to buy hundreds of something that didn't sell. Mm -hmm. So I went the print on demand route. Um, but it, it's, there's so many different ways and you can weave in and out of all these different things. Yeah. Um, you could do both at the same time, you know, private label and print on demand. And um, anyway, yeah, there's, there's plenty of, of, you know, ways to do print on demand that I don't know much about at all. We were, I actually was listening to a clubhouse room about Redbubble the other day, and I have a million questions about Redbubble because I don't really know anything about it. And yeah. um, so, I mean, I, even, you know, me who quote unquote has, has, is a successful print on demand person <laughs> um, yeah. still has a, pl you know, plenty of other ways to, or uh, plenty of other avenues to go. If um, you know, if I can figure out, you know, to get more than 24 hours in a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other thing I love that you said is that you learned about sublimation from the Rocky reseller conference. And that's mm -hmm. the conference that you put on. So I love that. I'm the same way. Yeah. Like I, I'm learning from you right now. Like I've totally. learned so much from Merch Money and I'm the one who's doing it. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, I love that. So, and and that also goes to show, like if you just start something or, or explain what you know, it's amazing what you're going to end up learning from that and who you're going to end up meeting that can guide you the next direction. So, mm -hmm. well, anyway, and so, and then third thing I wanted to say from what you said is just how um, you just dove right in, just try it, try sublimation with coffee mugs. That's the easiest one to get started because those yeah. um, printers or machines or whatever is not, is pretty inexpensive. So, yeah. Yeah. So you started with coffee mugs. What'd you do next after coffee mugs? I did coffee mugs for a long time. As a matter of fact, uh, my first facility, I bought an industrial, um, conveyor oven that oh, wow. think, think of like a pizza oven, except uh -huh. at the end, it had like a cooler on it that would blow down. So when, when they would come through, they would, you know, get basically cooked in the oven part and then they would get blown on as they continued down. And then by the time they reached the end, you could grab them and, uh, and unwrap them. So I did, you know, I did a lot of coffee mugs for a real long time. The next um, print method we got into was DTG. I bought an Epson F2100, um, which is, you know, it's a, it's a pretty darn good machine. I mean, they're, it's, it's expensive. Um, mm -hmm. but it's, uh, it, the F2100 is kind of the newest of the, I don't know if you can call them 
consumer machines, you know, prosumer machines. It's kind of their low end, um, okay. but it's still, you know, 15 grand or 14 grand or yeah. whatever it is. Um, and then you also need a pre-treater because you have to pre-treat the machine or pre-treat the, the garments before. So the, so the inks will adhere to the, um, uh, to the garment. And then you have to either, you know, you have to use a, a, a press, like a heat press um, to, uh, to cure the inks and, and all that. So, so there's, there's a significant, you know, investment, um, mm -hmm. to get into DTG, but that was kind of my, my second thing. And then I had an opportunity to purchase a bunch of equipment from somebody else. And I, I basically just took the leap of faith and, um, it's, it's pretty cool. I just made a, I, I got these, um, one of my suppliers has these really, really awesome water bottles that you can do laser on. And I just, my, my, my 11 year old daughter who's reading the Harry Potter series um, broke her Christmas water bottle that said Harry Potter on it. So I quick found a really cool logo online that said platform nine and three quarters <laughs> and uh, did a really cool design. If you know Harry Potter, you know that reference. And, um, and I did it in maroon, you know, the, the mug was in maroon, which is the, mm -hmm. you know, Gryffindor colors and she was ecstatic. So, you know, <laughs> the, yeah. the benefits don't just, um, you know, it's not just about selling all your wares. You also, uh, you know, you can make people smile. Um, you know, particularly it's fun when you can do it inside of your family too. Awesome. So let's, um, start going over to Walmart side. We're getting some Walmart questions. Melissa's asking, okay. how do you integrate with Walmart? Okay. So you started the whole print on demand thing. You, you were fulfilling your own products. You started on Amazon seller central, I guess, probably. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, so you could, so guys, that's one platform, Amazon Seller Central. We got Shopify, Etsy, um, so many others. So Walmart is one that we don't talk about a lot. What's the problem? What made you think of, of selling on Walmart? Had you been selling private label on Walmart already? Um, I was not selling private label on Walmart. Actually, I heard Walmart again at the Rocky Mountain Reseller Conference because uh, Jet.com was, I had a speaker that's talked about Jet.com. And um, I'm not sure how long ago, but Jet was, Jet.com was purchased by Walmart yes. um, and kind of, they kind of absorb, absorbed them. Um, and during that time, I don't remember exactly how I heard about it, but I thought, man, you know, another channel, let's mm -hmm. see if I can get approved. It took a while you know, to be, to be honest, it took a while to get approved. Um, you know, I'll just, I'll just preface, I'll preface all of this stuff by saying walmart.com is where amazon.com was in like 2012. Yeah. So you're going in a time machine back to a time when Amazon didn't have all their ducks in a row and everybody was like, Oh man, why, why did they do it like this? Why don't they do it like this? Oh, this is so dumb. It's yeah. such a, you know, and, and seller central is terrible. And, you know, I have all the complaints in the world. However, the competition in 2012 on amazon.com was nothing compared to what it is today. And I guarantee if you pulled the audience, um, Every single one of them would be would be both hands raised. Yes, I want to be on Amazon yeah. in 2012. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that's kind of the opportunity that you get end, with Walmart. I was on tail end of 2013, like really started mm. in 2014. And the entire time I've been part of Amazon groups, there's always been a sky is falling type thing um, <laughs> where yeah. something terribly is wrong or it's saturated or it's the end or whatever, something terribly wrong. 
uh, in the past right. eight years. But through those eight years, you know, people at different times will be like, oh man, I wish I could have had an account in 2014 or 15. I'd be like, oh, you're so lucky. You know, mm -hmm. you're so lucky you started merch early or all these different things. But when you do start it early, everybody's saying how terrible it is. Yeah. So it, you just have to kind of remember that and, and weigh everything because early days of it's just not as smooth. Um, right. Even with Merch by Amazon, there were so many problems in the early days. There was only two T-shirts and, you know, <laughs> they would run out of colors or they'd freeze right. things or, you know, there's so many growing pains in the early days. But it was nice because you didn't have as much competition. And then that, with FBA, same thing. There's so many growing pains, but it was nice because you got approved for selling different products easier. And, you know, so yeah. I'm sure with Walmart, there's growing pains. But at the same time, it's like it's so early that there's yeah. not really a downside to being over there. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So, OK, so tell us a little bit about the actual application process for Walmart. Sure. So um, caveat is I, I signed up a couple years ago. And so I know some of the things have changed, but um, even on our clubhouse room, someone was looking up some of the things that you need. Um, and you do need to treat this like a business. So you do need to have an EIN um, and, and actually, you know, apply at your, uh, what is it? The um, uh, secretary of state website for your state and get a business license, you know, basically it's not really expensive. It's just, I think to people that aren't, you know, really used to this, it's, it's a little bit intimidating, but don't let it be just, yeah, just it's, it's let just it be. Simple. A, a, yeah. It's very simple. Um, and, and you can get on the phone. My, my secret to my success, here you go. I get on the phone with somebody. I try to get on the phone with somebody and I act like I know nothing. And I try to get them to tell me, like, I, I'm like, please, I don't really understand this. Just explain it to me like I'm a fourth grader because I, I just need some help. Would you please help me? And they take pity on me and they tell me all the answers that I need. So yeah. <laughs> it, that may work for you. So, um, so yeah, so you need an EIN, you need to um, be an official business. You also need to have a, uh, a place of business uh, that can be your house. But um, as we were talking about on clubhouse, it, it may make sense for you to just get a PO box. So for your business address, um, uh, just, so all of your business stuff goes there and it looks more official. Um, the other thing that I had to do, and I'm not hundred percent sure if you have to do now, but you do have to give them, or you did have to give them a website of some sort. Um, I'm not sure if you could just give them like your seller central, uh, account, you know, or, or, you know, your store name and give them that. Um, I think they do ask for something if you are selling on Amazon, they ask for it, but it's not like one of the starred requirements that you have to give. So in other words, if you're not selling on Amazon Seller Central, not Merch, but Seller Central, if you're not doing that, you can still get approved, but they do want you to supply that. If, you know, it, it does give you a, a certain level of legitimacy if you have, you know, products on their main competitor. Right. <laughs> and so they ask for that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other things um, you know, when I had looked at it, uh, and again, this was a couple years ago, and I never really completely finished the process, so I have to go through it again myself. But mm -hmm. I remember they had asked about sales numbers and things like that. Yep, they do. So do you know if they still do that? They do do still do that. That's one of the other things they ask you how much how much revenue your business did. Um, I, th I think for the previous twelve months, uh, and and they are looking for. Um, 
they're looking for high volume sellers. They're not necessarily looking for people that are going to do print on demand. And so, like I said earlier, if you um, are doing print on demand, you plan on doing print on demand, don't say that in the, in the initial application. Um, however, once you get in, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole different set of rules because you're kind of in the club at that point. Um, But you really want to, you know, present yourself as a legitimate business that has products that walmart.com would benefit from putting in front of their buyers. And if you, you know, so if you go into it with that mindset, um, I, I think you can, you could, you can get approved, you know, if, I mean, you're, you're obviously going to have to have some type of sales, um, you know, background. I think, you know, back in the day, they only wanted million dollar sellers. And I think they've definitely backed off from that. Um, I've heard people get, you know, getting approved that only had, you know, have only sold, you know, a hundred thousand or, or even less than that. And they're getting approved. Um, I do want to, I do want to say one thing about the whole approval process. And, um, one of the reasons I haven't, you know, cause I know this question's coming up when people talk to me about Walmart, they're like, well, how do I get approved? What are the steps? How do I do? And, and the thing that I want to say about that is to me, that's like, that's, I mean, yes, it's a legitimate question, but that's just one of the things that you just got to do. And, and none of the rest of the interview that we're going to talk about walmart.com matters if you're not even going to take that step. And right. so and, and those questions aren't going to change if I tell you what they are now. You're, you're going to go to that website, and I don't even know what it is. But you know what? We have Google. You can find out what the website is. Go there. And those questions are going to be the same every single time until you answer them and submit them. as. A, but you have to actually answer them and submit them. So I think the most important thing that you can learn um, you know, for, from this is to answer them with confidence, like you have products that walmart.com's customers will want to purchase. And if you come in, come in with confidence and, and you give them honest answers, um, you're, you're going to have a good shot of getting approved. And, and the other caveat is you're going to have to keep emailing them because their follow-up is not as automated as sell as amazon.com. Um, you know, that it's, it's all manual. They manually approve every account from what I understand. Um, so you may not hear from them and you may need to email them back and kind of figure it out. Yeah. And, and guys, it, this might not be, you know, a beginner thing. So if you're brand new, if you're watching this, you've never done print on demand, this mm-hmm. is a step, you know, two or 200, you know, <laughs> this is down the road a little bit. Um, I think the best way is just start on, you know, something simple, merch by Amazon, Redbubble, something like that. But mm-hmm. I know a lot of people in our audience and in our groups, have started either Etsy stores or Shopify stores. So that's kind of going in the direction of you're taking your business seriously. You're starting to build a brand. If you are one of those people that have already started to do that, Walmart's kind of a logical next step because you've already done the work of starting a business. You already know how to do print on demand. You've already built up some revenue and some sales. So, um, you know, Walmart's a great, a great option to add to what you're already doing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, so, it's a, go ahead. I was just going to say, so now let's talk a little bit about uh, about Walmart in general. Like what would be the benefits of being on there? How does that platform work? How is it different mm-hmm. than Seller Central? All of that. Um, they are really trying to make it. Um, I mean, so in the two years that I've been on, there have been significant improvements in their interface. So they, so okay. Amazon has Seller Central 
-hmm. Walmart has seller center. (laughs) (laughs) We're not trying to copy it all. No, exactly. Um, (laughs) But when I first got on seller center was a nightmare. It was so it was buggy and you know, you couldn't, there, there were times when, um, when I first got on, before I integrated my Walmart into my ship station, which is how mm-hmm. I ship my products, I they require that you acknowledge that an order has been sent. Okay, ship station does that automatically, so I didn't have to. You know, after I integrated it, it all these problems went away. But when I first, you know, tried this, um, I was on my little laptop, and and I couldn't scroll. It wouldn't allow me to scroll to the place that I had to acknowledge the order. <laughs> So I couldn't even acknowledge it. I had to go on to my desktop that had a bigger window that I could like, you know, figure out a way to manipulate it to where I could get to the button to push. So my point is, is that they, it's not like that anymore. You can actually, you know, utilize the, the, the website, but um, on the inside, you do have a lot of different options. They don't have the reporting features that Amazon has in, in seller central, um, but they do have you you can manually create product listings um in the GUI in the you know the user interface um and and that's that's basically how I started they also have the ability for you to use bulk inventory uploader files or spreadsheets um mm-hmm. if you can you know if you have like links to your product images for example Um, which is something that we do on, on Amazon. We, all of our product creation is done through file uploads. And and so we host, um, our images, our product mock-ups and such on different on, you know, on a, on a website somewhere. And then in our spreadsheet, we reference that as the main image, the, you know, the second image, the third image, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so all of that data is in a spreadsheet. Amazon, the, the, the cool thing about Walmart is that they also allow you to do that. So if, you, if you're good at spreadsheets, particularly if you're already using them for Amazon, um, it's, it's really, really easy to get a lot of products quickly. Now, it's not the same format. You know, there's, they're going to be in different columns, the data that you need, and they may ask you for different data. But once you've kind of dialed that in, you can quickly, quickly add products. I think... Um, I'd have to look, but I think, you know, we've got like 15,000 products, you know, static products that are, um, and that's all we sell. Well, no, I, I should, I should, I should not say that. I think I was going to say all we sell are coffee mugs, but I think we have some t-shirts on there too, but may, our main product on on Walmart has been coffee mugs. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to obviously, you know, be expanding that now that I have um, all these different prep methods and, and things like that. But for now, you know, up until this point, it's been, it's been coffee mugs. Um, and, sorry, real ahead. quick. Um, I remember you saying something about Walmart where you couldn't do the GTIN exemption. Right. That's true. Okay. So first was, of all, let's explain what that is. So on Amazon seller central, you can submit a request to have a GTIN exemption. And I did that. So I, I know how to do that process. Um, I was able to, so what that does is it makes it so you don't have to have a UPC code for every single t-shirt. You can mm-hmm. just get an ex- exception and uh, and then you don't have to do that. But on Walmart, they don't allow that. So right. explain that process. How do you get UPCs? How does that work? So uh, um, <laughs> this is, I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit gray hat, but it really is like our products don't have UPCs because they don't exist until someone buys them. Yeah. Um, and so I don't necessarily have a problem um, 
playing, you know, basically going and buying UPCs to assign to Walmart products because I don't have another way to do this. Mm -hmm. So I, I use a website called Speedy Barcodes and um, I think it's speedybarcodes.com or you can look it up. But it's, it's, a, it's a reputable place to buy UPC codes and you can buy them in the thousands. Um, mm -hmm. I think I, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. And so yeah. I use those, those UPCs on my Walmart listings. Um, so Walmart will accept them because they don't, I, I'm not, I don't know that it's a hundred percent accurate to say they won't give out GTI and exemptions. Um, but I think it's really, really, really difficult to get one. They don't have like a streamlined process. Exactly. It. It's not like amazon.com. So, uh, the easy way, you know, I mean the, the quicker way is just to use UPCs for your products that you're going to upload. And, you know, you, if you, if you get UPCs, I, I wouldn't recommend going to like eBay or any, I would go to, you know, a reputable place, um, like, like speedy barcodes. Um, from what I understand, they are uh, GS1 barcodes that are not that have not been used or have been turned back into the GS1. Um, I, I I don't know. Uh, we won't all get about into that, any legal yeah. and everything. So oh, exactly. I just wanted to. You guys can find your own way to get UPC codes, but I just wanted to bring that up. That yep, that's that a concern. Is, that is a concern if you're used to selling on Seller Central. It's a little bit harder on Walmart. Just with you got to add that step of having the UPC codes. Mm -hmm. um, all right, what else? Okay, so the other thing um, is processing times. It defaults to only two days. And with print on demand, right. that's nearly impossible to have your product ready in two days. So um, what is the solution for that? So they do have, uh, they, they call the processing time the lag time. And so if once you get approved, you go to their little help center, which which is pretty it's pretty robust and they do have, you know, I mean, they have kind of the same thing that Amazon has with the cases and, you know, you can uh, submit a ticket and all of that stuff. Um, but once you're in, you can look up lag, extending your lag time and uh, they will allow you, walmart.com will allow you to extend your lag time up to five days if you have a legitimate business reason. And so they have an application. Basically they, they say, send the answers to these questions to this email and we'll let you know what we decide. And so, um, I mean, again, it's not automated. Everything's manual. So there's, I think, you know, seven or eight questions that they ask you, um, you know, that may or may not pertain. Again, I would encourage you just to think, you know, these, these are products that, uh, so what I said, I'll, I'll just tell you what I said was these products are custom made when someone orders. Um, and, and when I say custom, uh, in this context, people may think personalized. I'm not saying that when I say custom, I'm what I mean, you know, on Walmart is that these products are, are unique. Every single one is, is, is a custom image on the product. So, um, basically I say they're made to order. I don't use the words print on demand, but I say these products are made to order. And so we need time to make them before we send them to the customer and uh, and then I answered the rest of their questions and I got a five day lag time on my uh, account. And then once you have that, you can, you know, for me, I, I mean, I'm printing my own stuff. So I actually moved it back to two days. I just wanted that flexibility, particularly for Q4, um, you know, that I could you move it, it to out. five yeah. days. Yeah. Because everybody knows this last Christmas was just crazy with 
with, yes. you know, delays and everything. So yes. um, I don't have that yeah. question because your account's at risk. Like if you're not making these times, if you miss, if you're late on every single order, um, you know, that's yep. not going to look good for Walmart. They're not going to, they're not going to like that. So be on the safe side and ask, ha ask for an extension if you can. Yeah. Um, so, so you print it yourself. Um, do you think it would be possible for people to use a, a fulfillment partner? like a print full or printify or something like that? Or what is your suggestion? I think, um, so I haven't used Printful in quite a while um, or printify in, in quite a while. I don't know what their current, you know, lag time really is. Uh, the last drop shipper I was using, I had a really good relationship um, and I was able to basically, I had, a, I had somebody's email that I could say, Hey, uh, is this going to go out today or is this not going to go out today? Is it going to go out tomorrow? Do you know when, it, you know, and they would actually answer me personally. Um, so my recommendation is, um, you know, if you are using a Printful or a Printify, first of all, um, back to Melissa's question, Printful and Printify do not have an integration with Walmart. Um, I don't know of anybody that has a direct integration, any of the big kind of ones that we think of that have a direct integration with Walmart. So you are going to have to fulfill your orders or use somebody that um, has the ability to integrate. Uh, one process that we're looking into, uh, and uh, don't mean for this to be a pitch, but we, we our whole goal at this production facility is to eventually take on clients. And so we're looking into a, a solution called Order Desk that basically does integrate with, you can push the Walmart orders into order desk and then they get, you know, kind of down the stream to us, we fulfill them and then it passes the shipping information back up the channel to, to the walmart.com. Uh, um, so that the integration is, you know, unfortunately a little challenging right now, but you are able to, I mean, you can order something on Printify, um, you know, just manually, you can create that product and, and do that, but you may have to do that for a while, um, yeah. you know, until some of these guys get integrations for them. Uh, but again, I don't know the lag time. I, I don't really know how long those, those processes are. Do you know how long, uh, you know, I mean, how long is Printful take to fulfill a t-shirt or a coffee mug? I think they're getting faster now. I think they would be fast enough, but I'd have to double check. I haven't looked uh, in the last couple of weeks, but Emma mm -hmm. has a question. I think we just answered it, but Emma, if, if, uh, if yeah. you have any more, just let us know. She said, can we use Printful with Walmart? So it doesn't directly integrate, but you could manually place an order with, with Printful. Um, exactly. Or you could use a local, um, you know, if you if there's any local printers in your area, you could, team up with somebody locally, kind of like what, like what you're doing. There's all kinds of smaller um, mm -hmm. people. There's t-shirt shops, uh, you know, there's, there's different, uh, I know like at, we used to do custom t-shirts in college with the, there was like a little shop right on campus at Rutgers that would do the t-shirts for us. Um, so I'm sure there's still things like that around. Mm -hmm. um, so you could do it that way or like Travis did, you get your own little, coffee mug uh, <laughs> printer thing for $125 or a couple hundred dollars and you're, yep. you can start fulfilling them on your own. So I think that's, that's kind of cool. Um, all right. So we talked about integrations and printing. Um, how does payments and things like that work? It, you would be the seller on record. So it's not a royalty. Mm -hmm. And right. then do they pay every couple of weeks or how does that work? 
Yeah, it's basically the same as Seller Central. It's an every two week uh, payout. Um, I I think you can request an early payout. I'm not sure, uh, but I, I do know like automatically. I've never done that, so it, automatically it just drops into your bank account every two weeks. They use um, Payoneer as their okay. processor, and so they just drop it right into your bank account. Nice. Okay. So that's something to keep in mind. So you would need to make sure that you pay up front, like for these products and, sh mm -hmm. and shipping and all of that. So just keep that in mind with this. If you're used to merch by Amazon or <laughs> something, it's different. Yeah. Um, what else about Walmart should we know? Do they, um, I really don't know the platform very well. Like, do they have BSR ranks and things like that? Or, or how does it work over there? Let me see. They have a, um, they don't have BSR ranks, but they do have, and I'm just going to pull it up here as we're talking to see if I can think, um, you know, of any other things that would be beneficial for people to know. Um, they do have like a, a section that, what is it called? Um, it's called, uh, I want to say it's like, best-selling products, you know, in particular categories. So you can kind of get a, an idea of, um, oh, I just, I logged into the wrong place. Oh, I went into my, oh, that's something else we could talk about. I just, I just clicked a, clicked where I thought um, my uh, extra, like some of my, there was a button that used to be there that's not there anymore. And it was replaced by a Walmart fulfillment services button. In other words, FBW, which oh, is yeah, fulfilled that. by Walmart. So um, on our podcast, uh, Print On Demand cast, on our episode 23, we inter interview a seller called named Barbara. And Barbara has been selling on Walmart for quite a while. And we talk about Walmart. And um, two days later, or during the podcast, we talked about how um, FBW was delayed because of COVID and it's probably not a thing and et cetera, et cetera. And um, all of a sudden, two days later, I get an email because I had applied for F FBW a long time ago. I got an email and said, hey, you're accepted. Um, start onboard. You know, we're going to onboard you and get you into the program. And so what I have I'm, in my very um, limited amount of time with our, our production staff has been out with COVID. Like literally I have three people that are out with COVID and they, two of them just came back today. Another one's coming back Thursday. So I've been in production. I haven't had a lot of time to dig into the FBW, but what I have learned um, it's, I mean, the idea is basically the same as Amazon. You can't, you have to use, you know, some different stickers. You can't use the, um, if you're familiar with FBA, they have an FN SKU, fulfillment network SKU, um, that you stick on every product. They, you can't use that same fulfillment network SKU for Walmart. They actually want you to use the UPC, which is another reason GTIN wouldn't work in this case because there isn't a UPC, um, if you have an exemption. Um, so, <laughs> So yeah, so you have to create those UPC labels, but um, I'm I'm pretty excited about trying it out and and um, so with the that print the products ahead of time and ship mm -hmm. it into Walmart, and then Walmart ships it out when the customer buys it. And then Walmart puts the you know the two day special almost like a Prime badge. Okay. Um, it's Walmart's version of a Prime badge on any of the products that they have in their warehouse. So, so you hopefully get. Yeah, you hopefully get more sales because it'll get there quicker. 
and I'll just save you time too. So if you know something's coming up, like St. Patrick's Day, for instance, and you know, like you have a few, you know, sellers that are doing well, you could pre-print all of those and ship it to yeah. um, Walmart. I guess sizing, how would that work? You would just pick the most common sizes or? Um, I think for t-shirts, I've never sent a single t-shirt into an Amazon fulfillment center. I've always done coffee mugs because like you just said, for, for t-shirts, you have so many sizes and you don't know what you're going to sell. I mean, you could, if you had a really, really good selling t-shirt, you could, you know, kind of estimate based on your sales. Um, I've never had that. <laughs> I've never had a great selling shirt. So I've always used coffee mugs because there's really only, you know, you know, on a white coffee mug, you have an 11 ounce and you have a 15 ounce. And so okay. I'd easy. usually send in the 11 ounce because it sells a little better than the 15 ounce because it's a little cheaper. Yeah. Um, so that's what I start with. Um, but the, the, the thing I was going to say about, um, I, I, when I got accepted into FBW, I was looking through the, the seller central or seller center part, um, thinking, okay, well, which products do I want to, you know, send in, where are the reporting features that, you know, I can use to, to figure out which, which are, which have sold and, and really Walmart seller central doesn't have very many reporting features. So what I'm going to have to do is use my ship station and, and look at what is sold and use that as what is sold on Walmart to kind of determine that. So that's, that makes it a little more challenging. I'm hoping that Walmart seller center gets a little better with their reporting. Cause so far it's, it's kind of subpar in my opinion. Emma had a few more questions. Um, mm -hmm. We talked about the UPCs. Yes, the UPCs are expensive. So that is just something to look into. Um, and then the uh, fulfillment provider, you do have to have a fulfillment provider. So either you do it yourself or local or mm -hmm. whatever you want to use. I think that that's that we answered all those, right? So anything else you want to say for her questions? Do you see them? Yeah, I see them. Um, you, you can use a fulfillment provider. Um, that's not a problem. It's just your fulfillment provider needs to be able to, to, um, you know, provide that five day lag time that you yeah. agreed to, to, to provide, to send the products by. Yeah. Um, like, like we said before, you get two days and then you apply and you can get up to five days. Um, and if, if, if they can't guarantee that, you know, you may want to turn off your Walmart store in Christmas um, or mm -hmm. like, Helen was saying, use somebody local um, or somebody that can guarantee that, you know, you'll get it. It'll get out of their facility in five days. Yeah. And this this platform doesn't have to be a lot of UPCs. So in terms of the UPCs being expensive, you don't have to do this like you do with Merch by Amazon or something where you have thousands and thousands of SKUs. Mm -hmm. You could just pick a few like really great sellers. And it doesn't have to be t-shirts. It could be coffee mugs. It could be pillows. It could be, you know, anything. Um, so we're just letting you know it's out there. <laughs> We've got some people testing it out, like Travis. I myself have not tested it out. I have been interested in it for a long time. So I, Barbara, who he had interviewed, I had heard her speak at several different conferences years ago when I was doing FBA mm -hmm. and and uh, learning about private label and all of that. And she was very excited about Walmart in one of her speeches. So I was um, 
interested and I've been interested all these years, but it's, it never quite has fit into my, my personal plan, but I try to get all the information from everyone onto this show because everybody has different goals, different places they are in their business. And I just want to make sure you guys know it's there. Um, mm -hmm. And it's nice when you can be early. And I feel like it's not early because I've heard about Walmart for so long. But in it's the grand scheme early. of things, it's very early still. Yeah. They, they haven't worked out all the different kinks. They haven't made it as easy as Seller Central. So again, it's like in some ways, it, I'm sure a certain number of people watching this are going to be like, why is she even talking about it? Because it's so hard. But a certain mm -hmm. number of people are going to take action on it. And they're going to be the early adopters. And and they're going to run into problems. Maybe like you probably run into some things, oh, but at the same time, yeah. it's just so much less competition over there. Yeah. There's, there is a genuine opportunity at walmart.com. Um, and you know, like, like you said, it may not be for everyone. Um, mm -hmm. but if, if you're, you know, you're kind of established, you know, maybe you're selling on Etsy, um, you know, you have some print full or printify relationships and whatnot. Um, I mean, doesn't hurt anything to to apply or to at least Google it and see what it, what they're asking for and yeah. to put your best foot forward, try to get approved. If you get approved, test it out. Yeah. Um, you know, it, and getting approved, I would recommend if you do get approved, at least put a product on there, figure yeah. out a way to get a UPC and at least put a product on there because I've heard Helen's story about just missing, oh, getting yeah. totally cut off from merch yeah. because one month, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So don't, don't let that be your story. Yeah. So that was, uh, for anybody who doesn't know that story, I, I was doing FBA in 2015 and heard Chris Green talking about Merge by Amazon. And so I was in the middle of packing a box, stopped for a second, applied for Merge by Amazon, got instantly approved because they didn't really have applying back then. Mm -hmm. It was just like sign up for an account basically. Um, and then I went back to packing my box. It was September. It was very busy with Q4. I really didn't think about it too much. I, I I started hearing people upload designs, but I um I didn't take any action on it for almost a full year. I don't think it was quite a full year. Um, finally, somebody started selling. It was Brianna. She started a company and was selling print on demand designs, and I bought mm -hmm. a package from her, uploaded them, and then the very next month, I started seeing everybody say, "Oh, my merch by Amazon account got closed because I didn't upload anything," and I was like, "Oh my god, I missed it by one month." <laughs> <laughs> so yes, definitely upload. Don't yeah. wait a whole year. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Emma, it's 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 been around. That's what I was saying. I heard Barbara talk about this a long time ago. I mean, it's it's totally up to you. We're just we're just telling you it's there. Um, there's definitely people like Travis has been on for a couple of years. There's definitely people who have been on for a while. Mm -hmm. um, it's just not a lot of people. I would say because the barrier to entry is perhaps a little higher yeah. um, because they haven't really got it automated to where, you know, like Amazon is um, that in and of itself kind of mean or kind of gives you the hint that it's still early. And I know, I know, you know, Jacob said he, he talked about it um, three years ago. Um, but he also talked about every single print on demand op opportunity. And there was no way that every, you know, somebody was going to do all 30 or 40 different channels. You know, people were picking and choosing the ones that they were wanting to get on. And to be frank, Walmart doing print on demand on Walmart, um, 
you kind of had, you, you had to get in there and figure it out. And I don't know that anybody really has figured out print on demand on Walmart um, very well. Um, yeah. I know Barbara talks about even she's doing custom and the way she does it is when she gets an order, she texts her buyer, which Walmart told her to do this, which blows my mind. Walmart <laughs> told Barbara to text her buyer and say, hey, send me the email with the art or with the name or whatever that you want on your product that I'm selling to this email. Yeah. So she is reaching out to Walmart's customer at, with an email address, which can you imagine that on Amazon.com today? <laughs> you get suspended yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. So again, Walmart.com is Amazon of 2012. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. just is. And back to what I was saying, I mean, I was doing FBA 2014, very end of 2013. So I've heard about Walmart for a long time. So I'm not saying at all, like, don't take this as I'm saying it's brand new. This Walmart has been around a very mm -hmm. long time. Um, but it's, they, I, I never, even when I was doing FBA, I never sold on Walmart just because it was so much harder than selling on Seller Central. So I never crossed yeah. that barrier selling on Walmart, even doing FBA. I would hear it at the conferences. So I heard Barbara talking about it. And if you go back in Merch Money, if you type in Walmart in the search on the Facebook group, every so often I would ask, I'd be like, is anybody selling print on demand on Walmart? Because I'd love to interview you for the show. <laughs> so I did that like every, I don't know, six months or so, I would try to find people. So I've been on the search. And every time I found out that somebody had a Walmart account, I would like, harass them to try print on demand. So poor Kim Jensen, I would be like, please just put up one shirt. I just want to see if it works. And she, you know, she's too busy doing her own thing. Never tested it. But I, anytime, like if you ever said the word Walmart around me, I'd be like, have you tried print on demand? Can you please try it? We just need someone to test it. So um, once I found out Travis did it, I'm like, all right, that's it. You got to come talk, tell us about it. Um, <laughs> So thank you for doing this because I know yeah. it's, there's I know quite a few people that have a Walmart account, but they do private label or they do, you know, something right. else that is not really print on demand. So you're the closest person I found who is doing print on demand on Walmart, you and Barbara. So mm -hmm. appreciate both of you being the pioneers and figuring it out for all of us. Yeah. I, I Again, I just think it's such an opportunity. Um, and yeah, just to say it again. I, I do think it's early. I think it's really early specifically for print on demand because every yeah. single day, another per, another seller's signing up for Etsy and is linking her account or his account to Printful or Printify and going to creative market or placeit.net and putting up, you know, their mock-ups. And I mean, yeah. every single day, there's a hundred new sellers on that platform. Same yeah. thing with Amazon. Um, it's yeah, not the case on Walmart. And we're not trying to make it sound like Walmart's easy because no, no, I'm not doing it. So it's not, it's hard for me. And so it's going to be probably hard for a lot of you. Um, but some of you will figure it out. Some of you will be a Travis or a Barbara and do it. Um, so I just want to lay it out there that there is at least one person doing it. <laughs> we know <laughs> <a> confirmation. <laughs> There's been, I've, I've uh, been scanning YouTube for Walmart videos over the years and there have been a few other people, um, but I haven't been able to, con I don't know, somehow I couldn't, uh, I didn't know them well enough to get them on the show. Yeah. But, um, uh, oh, Emma's asking about Christina. She's she's hanging in there. She's uh, 
for anyone who doesn't know, Christina has breast cancer. So she's had chemo starting and she's having, uh, I think, reactions to the chemo. And it's just uh, she's not doing great right now. But so mm. keep her in your prayers. Um, we'll see. Yeah. See what happens. I saw her post uh, a few days ago. And yeah. It's amazing. I mean, it was really inspiring, you know, what she's going through and, and the way she's, um, you know, keeping her spirits up. So yeah, prayers go out to, to her for sure. Yep. So, well, uh, it's almost an hour up and you did the whole hour on clubhouse. So I really, really appreciate it. <laughs> um, I don't, I definitely don't want to hold you more than an hour. So is there anything that we haven't talked about yet about Walmart, anything that you want to mention, any thoughts? Hmm. Um, there's I nothing like there's no think, extensions yeah. and stuff. Is there chrome? Like, I know I'm so used to seller central. So there's like keep a keep, uh, oh, keep no. a camel, 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 like all those things. Is there anything like that with, um, Walmart? Not, not that I'm using. Um, I haven't really, I haven't really looked to be okay. honest. Um, I, I will say if, if, um, you know, my, my, my whole goal in print on demand has been the ability to scale. And so one of the things that I've really focused on is, um, you know, having all of our products on Excel spreadsheets, like I kind of talked about earlier and being able to have all of the data in one spot for each product. And, and, you know, we have massive, massive spreadsheets and lots of them. Um, if you're using Walmart with spreadsheets, uh, it's different than, than amazon.com in that they have different spreadsheets for different tasks. So if you want to upload a bunch of items, you use one spreadsheet. If you want to change all of the inventory on your items, you use a different spreadsheet. If you want to change something on these, I mean, there, there are some, um, again, Amazon circa 2012, there are some frustrating things and some challenging things um, that you're you're just going to run into and you're just going to have to do your best to figure out as you go along. Um, but I'm happy to, you know, answer questions or, you know, hit me up on Facebook. Um, you know, send us, send me an email at info at print on demand Um, you know, we'll probably talk about it more on the, on the podcast too. Uh, we're definitely, you know, the whole reason we did the podcast is to help people. And, uh, I think that there's, there's a lot of opportunity here and I'd love to get some questions about this because that means that people are taking action. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I just can't thank you enough. This is so exciting. I've been waiting literally three years. <laughs> Ever <laughs> since we started Merge Money, I've been waiting for someone to come talk to us about print on demand for Walmart. So really appreciate you. And sure. um, anything, uh, make sure you follow Travis. I, I Hopefully I have the links. I think I do in the description. <laughs> So uh, he has a podcast. I don't know what else. Facebook group, Clubhouse. Definitely follow him on Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. Clubhouse is great because then you can just, it's its almost like one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's amazing. You get this like time yeah. to ask your questions and you it's a small group. Like a lot of these rooms, I mean, there's rooms with thousands of people, but a lot of the print-on-demand rooms, it's like 15 people. You get a lot of one-on-one -on -one time. So yeah. if you by any chance can get on Clubhouse, um, do it. Yeah, Speaking we had a guy. Days, Clubhouse is still early days. It's it's very yeah. nice, this one on one time. I was gonna say we had a guy on today in the print in the group we did before the show that he was asking you know all about merch by Amazon and and asking the difference between that and Seller Central and I mean he got 
you know, a fire hose worth of information. <laughs> um, and we also got information from him because he yeah. had um, he had his own printer and he was helping um, influencers do yeah. their demand. So it's really cool. And he found us from Clubhouse because I asked, I've been asking that question, like, did you, are you already in our Facebook group or are you finding us from mm -hmm. Clubhouse? He found us from Clubhouse. So it's a, it's a whole new contact. Like we knew things that he didn't know. He knew things that we don't know. And it's, it's really fun. It's really neat to meet a whole new group of people. Yeah, so, for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much, Travis. And um, we really appreciate your time. Two whole hours today. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got to get home to your family now. And, and thank do. you so much. So have You're a good welcome. day. You're welcome. Thank hey, you for watching. See you, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Good night.